Welcome to the Easy Pass. My name is Pasidi. Joining me is Isa on the other side. We're here to break down the Clippers Nuggets game seven last night. Uh-huh. Isa. Yes. How, How are, are we? you doing, bro? I'm very, very good. How are you? I'm okay. Are you well rested? I am well rested. I am slightly disappointed in the Clippers, though, but... Just you know. slightly. Well, I was speaking to Bada earlier on, and it kind of occurred to me that they kind of deserved this a bit. Yeah, you know? why is that? Uh, well, there was, what was that moment with Pat Dev making fun of Damian Lillard. And there was a bit when, even in the beginning of the season, when they were tweeting, saying that, oh... Uh, talking about Golden State how like they're done now it's Clippers time and they've not even won anything you know there was a slight arrogance not from Kawhi but from the likes of Pat Bev and Montrez and you know Paul George like, Paul George yeah. to some degree yeah yeah not much from Paul George yeah. but to a lesser degree they yeah. they, they did that mm-hmm. and when you when you're like that, you have to have a bit of humility, you know. At least until you win, wait till you win. Yeah. Before you can start acting like that. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, there is enough blame to go around. I mean, we have all different reasons we can point to, but the bottom line is, um, they led the they they led a series three three games to one, and they let this team back. You know, a yep. team that just literally did the same thing in the previous series. They just like failed to close three games in a row. So, yeah, they, they, um, the Denver Nuggets have packed them, sent, have sent them home. Yep. In They'll seven games. Yeah, that's right. That's it. So they beat them last night, one hundred four to eighty nine. Yep. 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 Uh, Jamal Murray dropped 40 points in them. Mm. Nikola Jokic, 22 rebounds. Yep. He was probably, in this series, the more influential player when you think about it. Because it was mainly because they couldn't stop his playmaking ability and the fact that his teammates were just consistent on the three-point shot. You know, yeah. maybe if they weren't in the bubble, the bright lights would have been too bright for the likes of Murray and Michael Porter and Gary Harris, and maybe that will even the playing fields. But in the bubble, it seems like they can just play in that zone and not have to worry too much about the outside noise a bit. You know, I think that greatly benefited um, the Nuggets. And well, well, I don't know if, if that's exactly the case because if you remember in the last episode we were talking about um, how these guys have been in four straight game sevens. You don't yeah. you don't go to four straight game sevens and then you know like have a crowd phase you a little. I mean, yeah, just to, to, to some degree, but I believe these guys, you know, their experience in being in the pressure situation is just plus. You know, they, they nobody expected them to make it this far, and you know they were playing with 
um, yeah. very little pressure and so. Yeah, but the game sevens prior to this, uh, they're far less inferior opposition. You know, let's face it, the Jazz and who else were they game seven with? The Spurs. Um, who else? I think it was Portland. 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 They lost to Portland in there. Yeah. yeah. So all of those those teams aren't even close to Clippers level. Yeah. So I think the 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 bubble. It might not to say it helped them out, but yeah, it did help them out. But it's just that you you see it every single year. You say these teams can't make it. Why? Because they're too inexperienced. They're too young. But when they say words like that, it's actually a code word for that they tend to freeze when it comes to the bright lights. Yes. You know the likes of Murray, Jokic, Porter, Williams, Gary Harris—they all just seem to step up in this whole, and they didn't seem phased at all. They were just loving it, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So, so Kawhi Leonard, he—he mm. he managed to get, you know, fourteen points, mm. and yeah, mm. one—that's one four. Yep, 14. that's in, in a game incredible. seven. Mm. Yep, and um, that is... his running mate Paul George. Yeah, he he got ten points. Mm. That is inexcusable. There is no way that should happen. Like I think all of us have from the get go we've praised Kawhi Leonard and rightly so. He's been amazing. But in a game seven situation, you to have fourteen points is just—it's insane. Ah, it's insane. I remember last year against um, who was who did Kawhi play against? It was against um, Philly. He had a horrible shooting night. He, he he had like, but he kept shooting. He kept going in and trying to get the points. I think he ended up with forty-one points, but he took like thirty-five shots to get it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you just you you just have to go for it. You cannot just allow yourself to be stopped. That's the thing that makes you from a a really good player to an elite player that wills his team to win. You know? Yeah, exactly. Kawhi can get to his spots. He can get to anywhere he wants in the flow. Is he strong? Yeah. You know, he can power his way through. Not not quite yeah. like LeBron, but. You know, he he has he has the strength to do things like that. You know, especially yeah. against you know a team that is like as young as um, the Denver Nuggets. But exactly. it's just it's just watching this game is like a total meltdown under pressure, like from yeah. literally every single Clipper player. It's just I have never yeah. seen anything like it. Yeah. I- I think um, Doc Rivers has to take a lot of blame for that as well. We were praising him, saying, oh, yeah, he's the better coach out of, like, Lakers and Clippers. But, you know, he does tend to make things harder for himself as well. Like, let's not forget he had a pretty decent LA Clippers team, you know, with Love City, and they grossly underperformed under him as well. Mm-hmm. So... And with this, you kind of have to wonder 
can you really do it or is this do they have to look for another coach do you you think you'll get fired I think coaches have been fired for a lot less yes That's that's true you know you you only have to look at say even what was it uh who was it? Um, the guy that was the coach for Toronto before Nick Nurse. I forgot his name. He won Coach of the Year that year. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. His Detroit coach. <laughs> I now. can't remember his name either. <laughs> yeah, but you know, had great winning season, and I think they lost to LeBron. Let's face it, they were never going to beat LeBron anyway. Yeah, but they, they sacked him after. You know. Yeah, after. <laughs> He was. He basically won Coach of the Year when and this, you know, yeah. while he got fired. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it, was it's just bizarre. It's, it's crazy. Was, so, but you know, it happened. Even Mark Jackson, he, like, you could see the progression of the Golden State Warriors. Now that ended up to being the right decision because they got Steve Kerr and it yeah. ended up winning multiple rings, but. Mm-hmm. Mark Jackson was doing a lot better. And now you've got Doc Rivers, who's had a really good team in Lob City mm-hmm. with Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan, and what was his name? Blake Griffin. Mm-hmm. You know, Jamal, was it Jamal Crawford? They had like a yeah, really good team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think they went out in the first round, didn't they? No, I think they made it the second round. Was it okay, the first so round, can't... second round? I can't remember. I can't remember that far back. But Well, they had a couple of opportunities. They went out a couple of times. So. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> he, now... Dark Rivers, sorry? No, I'm just saying now he's got like this team that everyone thought is going to be so amazing. And yet they were so disappointed, even in the last round against Dallas. You know? I thought Dallas, w- Dallas was going to beat them. I mean, after that first game, it was like you could see these guys. You know, they, it's, it's yeah, it's possible for one of these teams to beat them. You know, you could argue if Porzingis didn't get hurt, if he never got ejected in that first game. You know, the, the, mm. it could have gone a different way. You know, I mean, Luca, yeah. Luca single-handedly took it to them. You know, exactly. on one on one good angle. That's so you like maybe at the time we made. Luca to be so great, but then now I'm looking back and you're thinking, was it that, or maybe Clippers weren't playing that good either? And well, I I think it's it's both. Clippers weren't yeah. playing that great. You know, yeah. they haven't played that great in the bubble. You know, they have blown yeah. teams out here and there, but you know, I I think that probably says more about the opponents than them because they haven't they mm-hmm. haven't played that great. You know, Kawhi yeah. obviously has put up a, a um, thirty-point game. So did Paul George a couple of times. You know, but mm. Luca obviously, Luca is Luca. I think Luca is great. I have all faith in Luca going forward. Yeah, but like you're thinking, if you're Steve Ballmer, you plus you have next season, you got the lights. So the Brooklyn Nets are going to look even better. Yeah. yeah, Miami is showing how good they look. Boston are looking at how good they look, and then you got the Lakers. 
an older Denver Nuggets team and a Golden State Warriors team that's probably going to come back. They've got the second pick as well in this year's draft. Yeah. So you can only imagine they're going to get better. No doubt. Next season is going to be a lot harder for them. It's, so it's going you... to be so much harder for them. And they have questions, you know. They, they, they're going to have to try and keep guys like, you know, um, Marcus Morris and yep. Montrez Harrell. Yep. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, do you think they need to add pieces to this team? I don't think, to be honest, I, I never thought that they needed to add pieces. But right now, I'm, I'm wondering, is it pieces they need to add or do they need a new coach? No, I suppose. I, I I feel like they grossly underperform, and you're gonna blame the the stars, rightly so. But then you also think that the coach is meant to put you in a position where the stars succeed. Yeah. And I don't feel like that was done either. So you know, it feels like that the message the the um. The message in the entire organization is it's like, okay, we've got this roster. Everything is yeah. ours now. We are definitely going to go out and win. And you see signs exactly. of like, you know, you guys are up against it. But no, yeah. no, no, we're the Clippers. We've got the two best wings in the game. And yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're definitely going to go and win it. In game six, you get whacked, mm. you come back, or oh, we'll, we'll win. You know, next game, mm. we're still, uh, like Paul George says, you know, we're still in the driver's seat. You know, we're going to go and get this. I mean, I was sitting here yesterday saying that they're going to go and blow the Denver Nuggets out. Mm. And the complete opposite happened. I <laughs> yeah, was saying that just... with my chest out. Mm. You really did. I could feel your chest all the way through the phone, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man. oh, man. You were like cocky as well like, they're gonna they're gonna destroy it come on but then we were like wait a minute <laughs> we're gonna have something to say about this and, and yeah they did jamal yeah. murray man 40 points mm. i think that is it, it, it's obviously credit to him man 40 points mm. is is you know it's something but then again this is a guy who dropped 50 in the pre yeah. uh, multiple 50 points in, in the previous series but yeah. I think the reason he was able to to drop 40 was because of um, Jokic the, the effect yeah. that Jokic had in the game you know like yeah. every time they go into that pick and roll the defense collapse mm. on Jokic they try to trap him and yeah. and he's just and he's, he's too big and you can see the entire floor he can pass wherever he can exactly. he's so good at passing the ball it's just unreal you cannot like take that away from him you know that that vision and when you have your guys on the perimeter that are just keep making shots it's almost impossible but then you remember last year i keep thinking about how no one player should have this much of an effect on a team and that was the thing theme with Kawhi in um in uh, Toronto. Yeah. Where no matter what, like especially in the finals, everyone stepped up on different games to have a good night. Pascal Siakam may have had game one. You had Kyle Lowry had game two. Mm-hmm. Van Vliet had, I think it was game six. Yeah. 
you know, all of them in, on individual nights or to collectively stepped up to elevate and Kawhi is the reason they kind of went over the top. Mm-hmm. But when you don't have a team that's collectively that good together, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how good the star is, then, you know. It, it's a it's a body supporting cast. Yeah. I feel like he, this, uh, especially in game six, there were so many times where he would make great plays and then like he would have a great defensive stop and he'll go down the other court and, you know, um, one of them will take some terrible shot and then he's having to run back to defend again. And, you know, it was yeah. so many of that going on. It takes the energy out of the, out of the player as well. Yeah. Yeah, I just yeah, we just, he needs to get the Dark Rivers needs to get them working properly as a team. You know, it's no point having the two best wing defender if you can't set up ways of playing that make you the best. Well, if they they they're going to have you know they they had that self entitlement you know we're we're it you know we're like the top team yeah. without yeah. achieving anything. That's... You know. Collectively, yeah. you haven't really, you haven't done anything. Yeah. Done nothing. And here is here is what I'm going to say from now on, Isa. What load management doesn't work. The hard work well, and con- continuity is what works. Load management, scrap that. Nah, I'm not even gonna go with that because I, I don't believe that's the reason why they didn't perform. Well, I'm I'm not saying that's the reason, but I'm just saying I'm just putting it out there. Load load management doesn't work. I mean, if you take an approach and it, you you fail to accomplish what you set out to appro- um, accomplish, then your approach clearly failed. So, load management, scrap it, Kawhi, throw it out the window, get in the gym, wow. work out, stop taking days off, show up. <laughs> it worked for him last year. <laughs> Well, does uh, did it? Well, it. it yeah, right. I mean, you, you can't say it doesn't work, and it clearly worked for him last year. Well, That's... yeah, it worked for him last last season, but yeah, it didn't work this season. So maybe well, last that's... season it was an exactly load management. Maybe there is like that hint of that little hint of luck that they had. You remember? You remember that shot at the end well, of Game Seven against Philly? Well, they had luck, but I think there's no championship team apart from the most dominant championship teams that win win it without luck. You know, how much luck, you know, how much luck do you need? You need a bit of luck, like in you. You need to have it, it, it's like, all like, like a combination, like luck, luck with the shot. Yeah, luck At with the end injuries. Of the game, luck with KD going down. Love yeah, exactly. Clay Thompson going down in Game Seven after he's dropped thirty. Yep, <laughs> and he was only getting started. That kind of luck. Yeah. Well, that first of all, like that happens to other teams as well. You remember the Golden State Warriors' first championship? Oh yeah, seven. when KD like and, every not KD. Yeah. Well, every point guard they faced in the Western Conference was injured, and then they got to the finals. Mm-hmm. Kyrie went down and Kevin Love went down. Yeah, right. That's that's even more luck than Toronto. But some that's weird. Like everyone keeps 
talking about Toronto's luck and they never mentioned Golden State's luck. Yeah. You know, if they won a championship, they won a championship. Yeah, that's you know? true. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you shouldn't you shouldn't knock people for winning a championship. Yeah. But I'm still sticking with it. Load management doesn't work. Except when it does. Except when it does. Okay. I'll, I'll take yeah. that as a fair trade. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you ro- you load manage in the regular season. You know, you yeah. had a you had a huge break because of the pandemic. You came back mm-hmm. in the restart, and then the most important game, you scored fourteen points. I don't know what but, I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't know what to say to that. But here's here's another thing you could say to that. Since they come back from the pandemic, he's not taking any days off. Well, he's yeah, played every day. So that's not even load management. He's come back into the pandemic, played just as many games as all of these well, other guys. He had, he had a, a, a couple of games, rest in the seeding games. He didn't play the entire, all the season, seeding games. No, he didn't. I think he and may he have took, missed one. He took, took uh, um, halves off as well. He took what? Half subs. Yeah, yeah, but you know, that's not load management if you like, because Yanis has been doing, doing that for a whole season where they would blow teams out and he'll take the, the rest of the game off. You know? I think load management uh, for what I've understood with Kawhi is that he's got like some degenerative knee issues and. I don't know, maybe because of that, his career is going to be short. So he's going to try and keep it as long as possible yeah. by not playing as many games. But mm-hmm. I think if that's the case, then that's a legitimate thing to, to do. Yeah. You know, if it's like some people taking days off every now and again, then no, definitely not. Okay. You know? Okay. So, so but, who deserves the most blame for their failure? Um, damn. I think to be it, for me, it keeps going back and forth from Kawhi Leonard to Dark Rivers. Kawhi Leonard, Dark Rivers, Kawhi Leonard, Dark, and obviously Paul George as well. But I because Kawhi is the star, yeah, you know, he has and he only scored 14 points in that final, which is unbelievable to me. Mm-hmm. He probably will take the most blame. That that's for sure. The the self-proclaimed king of LA, yeah, sure. yeah. You pile the blame on on him. I think Dark Rivers. It seems like obviously we we get little sound sound bites to what you know his locker room talk and stuff like that. But we see mm. his post um post game um interviews and stuff like that. So yeah, he is. It, it seems like the message is. Oh, don't worry. We we didn't do what we were supposed to do, but we know we can do it. So we just need to do it in the next game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It it seems pretty basic, you know. And and, that, and, and it, it in turn they come they come they come to play and they repeat the same thing that hasn't been that hasn't worked for them. Yeah. So it, it it's know, it's like there is no adjustment. That's it. I think that's why it's a little frustrating. And I really like Dark Rivers, but he, like you look at every most series 
it, it usually goes like they win a game, especially if they even the match. It's like they win a game, we win a game, they win a game. Because every single game you're you're learning each other's defensive frailties, you're learning how to get better shots, how to stop them better. But it's three games in a row where you just allow them to just do whatever they want. Which is just like it's unthinkable. Mm-hmm. You know? Look at what Nick Nurse did last year with Steph Curry and uh, like I think it was after game two after the last day you know they went for the box and one and just tried to which people were saying how silly it was but it worked for that game yeah do you think it they was... could have tried that on Jokic the I... thing is they, they don't have anyone to put on it but at least if they play if they play the box and one and have um, and sort of like guard the perimeter a little bit in the zone mm. and have maybe Zubak on on Jokic to deny mm. him the ball. Yeah. I mean, uh, no, but no thing, one can I, say it's going to work, but at least try yeah. something different. Exactly. That's, try something different. Try anything, you know? Yeah. I, I think what it, you know, when you think about it, um, all you, you can't truly stop great players. Great players manage to find ways. But what you can do is try and limit them you, what you could do is try to make their their shots as hard as possible, make it harder for them to do what they want to do. But it didn't. In the last three games, I didn't feel, I didn't see how they got. I mean, Murray scored forty points last night. Yeah, exactly. How is that making it harder for him? You know, that has to be down to the coach. That Look, bit, like, who was guarding him? But most of the night they had uh, Patrick Beverly guarding. Him. Yeah, and he's a you, good defender. He's a good defender. Um, Russell Westbrook said. <laughs> Russell Westbrook said that Patrick Beverly is a fraud. He had everyone fooled. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you, you kind of have to agree with him, man. Well, in what ways? How did he fool everyone? What did he? What, what were people thinking about? That he is a dog. He's gonna lock the. He's gonna lock your your point guard down and you know people uh, are messing around dropping 40 on his head you know it's like it, it gets you thinking you know it gets you thinking I think they it, it seemed to me like they all like you were saying before they had this attitude that they had like the best defenders but they on paper they had like the best on ball defenders best ISO defenders mm-hmm. but it didn't look like they were defending properly as a team yeah yeah and and, and their, I, their, their opponents Denver yeah. Nuggets don't play that much of a, an ISO game exactly it so was, that ISO... it was either the the Jamal Murray um, Jokic um, pick mm-hmm. and roll yeah, and the ball was constantly moving. There's back cuts. There's like mm. guys cutting in the middle, and and Jokic is really, really, really good. And because of his height, he can see the yeah. entire floor. You know what I mean? So like, when players are it's cutting been... hard to the basket, he's able to just like pass over whoever is guarding him. You know, so exactly. these guys were getting wide open, wide open layups, wide open shots, and it's just it was a complete nightmare. Yeah, complete. Yeah. They, 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 they needed to find a way to defend properly as a team because 
all that ISO defense meant, meant nothing against a team that plays as a team. Exactly. You know? So, Doc Rivers, uh, now I'm, maybe after talking to you, I'll get the feeling it's Doc Rivers that takes a lot of the blame. Well, he but said probably... to get, put all the blame on him. And he says, to the, he says to the players as well, you know, if you get asked to say, it's my fault, put the blame on me, you know, but... Yeah, he doesn't mean that. Come on. Yeah, He's exactly, gonna... exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if they asked Kawhi Leonard, uh, what, 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 like, what happened there? What went wrong? And he's like, oh, well, it's Doc's fault. Doc did everything wrong. It's all him. Hey, come on. Yeah, exactly. You just, you just like tell people to go and say something that you definitely know for sure that they are not going to say. So that's taking yeah. ownership. Exactly. And if they said it, like, you'd be pissed off at them. Yeah, exactly. Let's, let's be honest. So, so, sorry, yeah. what was that? I'm just saying it's an empty statement. Yeah, definitely. I think so too. Um, uh, so, do you think he will be coaching them next season? Huh? Do you think he will return next season? I think if I'm Steve Ballmer, I have to look at the other options and see. Mike D'Antoni is out there, man. He's a free agent. Uh, uh, we're talking about defense, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's supposed to be their identity, but I mean, they go out, out rebounded, they go out hustle on the defensive end by uh, yeah. Denver. You know, it's just is they they definitely they need to change their attitude first of all, and then start from there. So, yeah, um, yeah I want I want us to have a qu- uh, quickly look at the next matchup for Denver. As mm. LeBron and the Lakers. Yeah. Jokic isn't nah. gonna have all he isn't gonna have it all easy. Nah. Oh no no no. Not with the Lakers. The Lakers actually were hoping to face the Nuggets. Because yep. I think they are looking at it thinking we match up perfectly with these guys. They're not gonna get their way with us. You know. And I think LeBron is more serious. Like, LeBron comes into the playoffs a bit more focused than the Clippers were. Oh, no doubt. So, he's not going to... When you get to a point where... Like, how many chances... Do you remember in the Houston series when Houston would come back and it looked like they were going to maybe do something and then the Lakers just pull away because let's not just... Let's keep our foot on their necks. Exactly. <laughs> the Clippers didn't do that. I don't think Lakers would do that. Mis- have that same mistake. Yeah, definitely. And and when you think about it, right? The 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 way um teams get run these these late runs going, you know, it's yeah. like they come back, they get a couple of stops, they knock down a few threes here and there, and then you know, yeah. if the other team's lead starts to like evaporate. But meanwhile, yeah. if they're going, if they're going onto the other end of the floor and just having just one and done, you know, maybe take a three and miss it, and then yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, you can see people deflating and and feel like mm. oh, we have to defend again and stuff. But you have to be able to try different things, you know. If yeah. you shoot a three, you don't make it, you know. Mm. Try something different. Move the ball. That- try and get. Try and get to the basket. You know. Yeah, get a foul, get fouled, go to the free throw line, you know, shoot the ball. Mm. Get, I know, don't understand why that wasn't an option. Different ways to score. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? If one way is not working, try something different. These guys, yeah. Paul George is one of the smoothest people. When you see the yeah. way he handles the ball and he drives, and he's just like yeah. so smooth with it. And he's settling for a three-point shot, you know, hitting the, hitting the yeah. side of the backboard. And it's insane. You know, yeah, you have so to true. utilize your weapons. But obviously, mm-hmm. LeBron is not like that. The way they're able to like overcome Houston's runs is like driving to the basket. You know, getting yeah. an on one, you know, getting fouled, going to the oh, free yeah. throw line. You have to mix plus, it up. Plus, they don't really have anyone that could stop LeBron. You, you think about it, like, there's nobody that could match him for his size and speed and strength. Who? In the Rockets don't. No, I mean, in the in the, in the the Nuggets series. Yeah, not Nuggets, yeah. I was thinking that. LeBron, they don't have an answer for LeBron James. Yeah. Even Anthony Davis. Who who is gonna guard Anthony Davis? Yeah, exactly. Mason you know, it's Plumley. <laughs> you know, it's... Yeah. That's yeah. So that's not good. that's very good for the Lakers. They're gonna it's, make it to the final. Perfect matchup for them. But then yeah. again, you know, if if twenty twenty teaches if twenty twenty teaches of anything is that you know, you can't always be certain with your prediction. We've all, I mean, with the game yeah. last night, I think mm. 90% of the, the NBA fans, analysts, yeah. everyone basically was wrong, you know. So, mm. we'll, we'll have to well, see the first well, game and see how that plays out. Well, let's just say that the Nuggets' chances of winning it is all probably going to be down to their three-point game, their perimeter game. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's going to be integral because maybe they they might be able to stop Jokic at the rim, mm-hmm. but his playmaking ability is going to be probably key again. Yeah. For like so Jamal Murray and, and the rest of those guys. Yeah. They keep hitting those three-pointers, then that... It's going to be uncomfortable for the Lakers, especially if they're having trouble hitting this. Well, they're not the best perimeter defense, uh, uh, defensive team. So they defend yeah. the inside better than yeah. anyone else. But yep. their perimeter defense is suspect. So yeah, that's that's a potential threat. That's where the yeah. Denver Nuggets could win the games, the, the yeah. series. So it'll be interesting. We'll see how it plays out. So what's your prediction for game one? Game one, mm. I think Lakers will just take it, just for that game. I think, you know, the actually, I'm not sure. I think maybe the thing might take it for game one. Maybe it's a feeler game for the Lakers. LeBron so, and his feel-out games. Yeah, exactly. So maybe Nuggets will take the first game just on the high from this game and feeling great and hitting all their shots and all of that. Yeah. yeah. So I'll say Nuggets first to take the first game. By uh, a big margin or? Oh, no, probably below 10. I would probably say about five to six points or something like that. It won't be much. Yeah. I think the Lakers will blow them out in game one. Yeah. All right. Yes, and I am saying it with my chest out once again. All right. All right. Okay. All right. All right, there, young fella. All right. 
<laughs> yes, this is what's happening. Look, LeBron, you talk about the feel-out games and stuff. This is crunch time. This is, you know, he's not going to be wasting any time. LeBron James yeah. will own the Nuggets. There is no one who can stop him. There is no one who can stop Anthony Davis. And you know what? It's a wrap for everyone else. Mm. Okay. Yep. All right. The GOAT is going to do GOAT things. And that's he all does. she wrote. He does GOAT things. Do you all have right. anything to add before we wrap it up? Uh, no, no. I think that's it. We had a good conversation and a uh... We'll That's see how it's Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's been good. I'm still, I'm still processing what happened last night, but I'm glad you helped put everything into perspective. And let's see how the rest of it play out, man. That's what I'm here for. I'm always awesome. happy to help. <laughs> <laughs> All right, take it easy, man. All I'll right. speak to you later. Peace. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us. Speak to you later. Bye.